Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift. This is episode 154. Of course, you know me. I am your glorious host, Matt, the greatest man who has ever lived. With me, as always, it's Eric Lightbringer. That's a callback to two weeks ago. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out the show. It's titled Lightbringer, for God's sake. And you know how we open the show every single week. Hey, Eric, how was your week, dude? Hey, my week was great. I don't remember what I did. I think I went camping. I think I did. Was this the weekend I went camping? Yeah, because you were trying to tune into the streams and you couldn't. Okay, there you go. Yes. I went camping, everybody. How about that? <laughs> surprise, surprise. I went over to uh, a new one, actually, up in the great north of Michigan. A lot of trees, lots of woods, lots of, you know, little critters running around. We had some fires. We did all the usual camping stuff. I think we found ourselves a new favorite campground. I know none of you really care, but I just wanted to nice. tell you. I care, Eric. Tell me more about this. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just nice because it was a simple laid back one. Not all the frills, none of the whistles, none of the bells, all that hoopla. It was just boom, great internet, woods, nice little store, staff that were friendly, kind, very empty, very spacious. So you were able Mm -hmm. to freely move around and get things done. Quiet days, no cars driving by, doing stupid, silly crap. None of them carts flying by with all their music going and being ridiculous. Mm. Just real calm, cool. I really enjoyed it. That sounds awesome. Even just not knowing what this place looks like, but I'm thinking like one of those secluded campsites in the woods, but you have internet. Mm -hmm. Even just that would be it no was. store no nothing just that's awesome it was awesome and then i was just and it's it's just the only downside to it was this is probably the best internet i'm going to get at any of these places mm-hmm. i mean it was five bars all that stuff but even with the best of the best of this place's internet it's not enough to get on and play with friends it sucks Terrible. yes it's just yeah <laughs> you know because you usually see the mpbs you know all that good stuff this thing's k yeah. k kbs you know what i'm saying uh and that's so. So you got great connection, yes, but no speeds. But no speeds. It's all poop. Uh, it's browsing. Period. You're not doing anything else with this stuff. Like I said, I was trying to stream all my buddies on, uh, you know, third shift over the weekend, and it was just terrible. And a minute later, hey, here's here. I was like, well, this ain't working out. But I left it on anyway because you know what. Whatever. Got to do what I got to do. Help out where mm. I can. At least showed me as a, a viewer and a patron and a hangar outer for a little bit at some That's point right. during those dang things. Beyond that, <clears throat> I've been playing, oh gosh, Destiny again. Been in that. I don't, <clears throat> I feel like a lost puppy in that one. I, I just, you know, they got a catch up mechanic with the Solstice stuff going on right now, but the, the requirements are just crazy, crazy to get this thing done. I mean, you got to like grind away for days and days. And I'm like, I don't got this time, but I'm like doing it. But I know I'm not going to get it. I know I'm not going to get to where I need to be. So I feel like it's all futile, but I'm doing it anyway. So it's like you have to grind to make up the time, but you don't have the time to do the grind, which is why you're behind well, in, in the first, first place. place. You didn't... But this grind is a little bit easier, but it's still extremely difficult. But it needs to be way easier. Yeah, I, and that's what yeah. I thought it was going to be. I was thinking... For whatever reason, I was just like, all right, I'll pop back on. I'll do the little shindig, get my gear level up. That way, when Shadow Keep comes out, I can try it out, you know. Mm. And I'm like, no, this is going to take me three, four weeks. I don't have that kind of time. 
I'm not going to make it. I got Control coming out. Got freaking Catherine Full Body Edition. And then, of course, Borderlands. There's n- And it, we got River City Girls. In oh, there. I can't I wait. Out yes. That comes out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be such a good game, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, but I'm still doing it. And I don't know why, though. Every time I log in, I instinctively push the button and I start grinding away at it, knowing I'm not going to get it. So I'm wasting my time when I could be using it some other game. Like, I got to catch up in Monster Hunter for Iceborne, too. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. What you got to do is <laughs> maybe not play them all, but like get every other game on your console up mm-hmm. so it's at the front of the crossbar so you don't even see Destiny. So it's not even like, ping, I got to do something in Destiny. It's just, what do I got to play? Oh, Monster Hunter. Yeah. I know, but it, the sad part if is... You don't, if you don't start it, I mean, you can't delete it because you got to get the other... Mm-hmm. Shadow you do the new stuff when it comes out. But you got to get it out so you don't even think to start it. Because then when you start it, well, what can you do but grind this thing? And I would do that. The, the kicker is I have family and friends that are in there right now grinding and getting all their gear. And they're like, hey, you should hop on and play. You need to be playing with us, remember? Tell them it's too late. This game you, you got us to buy and play. And I'm like, yeah, but that was like six years ago. You can't hold me responsible anymore. <laughs> yeah, you, you've, you've been enjoying it for six years time for for two months or however long it is. Send it part ways. I'll come back in for the news. <laughs> I'll come back in for Shadow Keep. Leave me alone. Just let me go. Let me yeah. fade away. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's weird. Uh, that's what I've been doing. And it's it's fun, you know. Destiny's a great game. I've talked about it a million shows before, but mm. but unfortunately, like I said, I just I feel like I'm spinning wheels, just playing it to play it. When there's other stuff I should be getting attending to, like Monster Hunter, because in that game, if I'm not prepared, I can't even go play the expansion. I'm gonna be just mm. a trash, and I'm gonna have to get carried. So I don't I don't want to do that if I don't have to. So I should be playing that, but that's a hard game. Requires 30, 40 minutes of pop just to do one monster, and you're not even guaranteed the parts or pieces you need to make said piece you want to upgrade with. So mm-hmm. every time I'm like, yeah, I should do that. I'm like, oh, but then I got to do this. Okay, some potions made. I got to go go on this 40-minute hunt. Blah, blah, blah. Man, I don't know if I want to commit to all that. That seems a lot of work. And then you got to focus mm-hmm. and try, obviously. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, no, I kind of just want to like, just like shoot something and stuff. I just kind of want to like... Not have to think about anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I'm well, saying, when does Doom Eternal come out? Oh, I can't wait maybe, for that game. Maybe Doom will oh show up. Like, I don't feel so like doing nothing. Oh my gosh, I think that's October. I, I want to say October. Okay, so it's a while. So I got a ways. So, anyways, you know, whatever. First world problems, as always. Not <laughs> much, right. not much happening otherwise. Family's still doing great. The world's still moving and grooving. Everybody's going crazy. Oh, Ninja went over to Mixer. God, man, wow, big news right there. I was shocked and it's crazy. <laughs> Holy moly! Yeah, that's it for me. What about you, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I was trying to write up the show notes today, and I went. What did I do? I wrote down the movies I saw, but I was like, surely I played games this week. I think I played one game on Friday, which was Alien Isolation for Friday Night Frights, and I don't think I've touched a single game all week. They're games that, like, when I think about them actively, yeah, I want to go play that game. I want to go play Super Mario Odyssey, but I just haven't played any games. So, yeah, that's me on the gaming front. Good job, man. on the Matt. movie front. Yeah. <laughs> but on the movie front, I've seen three movies this week. Brand new movies went and saw Stuber, Hobbs and Shaw, and The Lion King. 
I thought they were all a lot of fun in different ways. Stuber, I mean, I like buddy comedy stuff anyway, so Stuber was right up my alley. But I liked that it was it was both like more violent and more raunchy than I thought it would be. Like I thought for some reason it was PG thirteen, but it's not. And so when like people were getting like their heads blown open, I was like, oh shit. Uh, this, is, awesome. this is the real this deal. Is cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I mean you know what you're getting into with that movie. You can see what's going to happen from a mile away. But it was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. Basically, same thing with Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, you know what you're getting into. It's going to be a crazy, goofy, funny action movie with The Rock and Jason Statham. And that's what you get. I feel like the only thing, only negative thing I would say about it is I feel like it wasn't shot as fun and wild as like the, the concept is. Like the action sequences and the and the set pieces and stunts well stunts cgi stunts mostly were like so over the top but then outside of like some ca- cool camera stuff for those specific sequences it was like oh look they're in a car chase what's gonna be oh jason Statham's gonna do the shift there's gonna be a shot of his foot going down and then the car goes away like it didn't f- like there it felt like there needed to be more like dynamic action camera work in you know in everything else and like quick cuts and all this other stuff to keep that, keep that energy pumping. But overall good, funny movie. I enjoyed it. And then Lion King. Hey, anybody can say what they want about Disney remakes or if they think that realistic animal singing is scary or whatever it is. But regardless of what you think about anything of of that, you have to give those animators props because that film looks astounding. It looks amazing. And the, all the animals move like, they actually do. Like, you know, you know you're watching a movie. I know it's a CGI monkey. Mm-hmm. I see it moving so realistically that it's just, it's. I've never seen anything like it. It's wild. It's cool. And I enjoyed it. I mean, it's The Lion King again. If you like the first one, you'll like this one. It was good. I enjoyed it. Nice. I, I wanted to take the girls to see that one, but uh, it was one of those never happened scenarios. Yeah. And, of course, I wanted to see Hobbs and Shaw. I still want to see Hobbs and Shaw because... I've been uh, doing some practice work, you know. I love uh, I love Edra Elbus, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm like a black Superman. How is that pretty good, huh? I, I'll give you a thumbs up. For <laughs> right. that. I love that line, and I just been like, mm. for whatever reason, it's stuck in my brain, and I've been at work just saying it like all week. I'm like the black, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's I'm looking at me. Superman. I'm like black <laughs> Superman. <laughs> And I'm just like, everyone's looking at me like I'm stupid. Uh, but it's great. I love it. I wanted to see it. Over the top stupidity. <laughs> well, see, since we're talking about Idris Elba and it's his cool lines and stuff, my favorite part is, it's. I think it's in the trailer, he goes, well, all right. And he starts to do something. In the movie, it's even better because he's like, he's kind of like a sort of a stoic character. Mm-hmm. And it's like that peak of like, oh, man, he's getting into it. You can tell he himself came out. Like, oh, <laughs> And he does the thing, and I'm like, "That's that's the guy I want to watch the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Just be so over the top. Just I want everything to just be turned up to twelve with ridiculous instead of eleven and a half. Heck yeah! Oh, Man. but yeah, it's fun. I'm sh- I'm sure you'll enjoy it because I mean, if you like the, if you <laughs> if you like watch the Fast and oh, Furious I movies, do. This, is, this, this is way better than that. This is great! <laughs> so- I can't wait. <laughs> 
So yeah, I think that that was my week. That pretty much wraps it up. Wrapping it up on a good note there. Together as a team this week, we did IG2G episode 59. Talked about all kinds of good stuff and how, well, actually, no, it was bad stuff. How video games have affected our real lives <laughs> yeah. in some, some devastating ways. Surely some very devastating ways they have infected our lives. <laughs> and if you, did, if you need to know how, you should probably check it out. You might learn a little bit about me. <laughs> a little bit about both of us. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's <laughs> so another thing that's great and awesome, just like that episode, is Shift Coast for Gold Keys at Borderlands 2 and Borderlands Game of the Year Edition because our buddy, Mental Mars, friend of the show, he tweeted directly to Randy Pitchford and said, Dude, where them keys at, son? Give me some Game of the Year Edition keys. And he went, Okay, here you go, dude. Boop, 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 boop. And then on top of all that, our VIP reporter, Sean Haggerty, at 10K Beers on Twitter, he's been tweeting out every single VIP code there could possibly be. There's like a million. I mean, I feel like there's been at least 2,500 points worth of codes in this week alone. Because I know there was 1,000. There's like 250 every other day. It's wild. Go hit up the Twitter. Thank him for that. Get us free loot. Get that free loot. Go find it. Y'all know where to find it. It's out there in the Etherverse. Whatever that is, I don't know. God bless. So speaking of Etherverse, oh, hey, oh, Whoa, super generic, widely open freaking transition. Hey, you know what else is coming up? We've got all sorts of freaking information coming up because Borderlands, Gearbox, whatever you want to call it now, because there's silly old crazy website, Borderlands 3 basically has all the stuff that you want to get and all the news that you need. They went and said, mm-hmm. hey, Y'all need to know, all of our upcoming events, hey, we went ahead and updated it for you. And this will tie into all sorts of stuff, Mr. Matt. Yes, indeed, because you've got oh, Gamescom yeah. coming up August 20th through the 24th. Hey, that's right around the freaking corner. One, Mental yep. Mars, whom we've already mentioned, is going to be there. So we'll be able to mm-hmm. go ahead and just jump onto his labels and do the little fly around. And he'll, he's going to keep us updated on everything going on because there's game announcements from 2K, from freaking Square, all sorts of things going on. So... Maybe oh, yeah. we're going to hear more about that secret project they've been working on. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Could It'd be. be crazy for them to do that since, like, they're in the height of Borderlands stuff, but it's not impossible. You know, like, it's, true. it's kind of a nice spot or all the attention's on them. You know, maybe, maybe they tie it in. I mean, that is perfect because here, this is launching right around the corner. So, they, I mean, they've dropped stuff about all the characters, the skill trees are out there. Now's the time to be like, oh, yeah. And hey, one more thing, you guys. Teaser trailer for the next big project. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's possible. It's possible. Anything is possible. But it's one of those, the Gamescom's one is one of those crazy events that I don't really think about because obviously it's, you know, Cologne, Germany. I'm not I'm not European. Yeah, I'm not European. I have no chance of going. Generally, I don't even really see any footage or anything of it. It's kind of just like news that IGN and EGM and all the sites just throw out to me. And then I go, oh, cool. Ha ha. Yeah, I generally agree with that. I feel like two years ago there was something that was either shown off or like first playable there, though. So I was like, oh, Gamescom, I need to check this out. And then the next year that thing wasn't there, so I didn't pay attention Uh to it. So we'll see how it goes this year. Maybe if they do have some way to watch it, I'll check out some of it if I got the you know freedom to do so. But otherwise, I'll be keeping an ear down, seeing what 2K, Gearbox, anybody is talking about up to. Obviously, Borderlands 3 is going to be there, playable. You're going to get to check that out. Maybe they got some surprises for us there. But they're also going to the Fan Expo in Canada, August 22nd through the 25th. So right around that same time frame, they're going to be there as well, which means nice. sending out peeps everywhere. Who's going to be where? I don't know. 
Wh- who, who, which gearbox yeah. individuals going to be there? Huh? All, all the friends of the show will be going to all these things. Because let's see, we had our buddy Menthex, the YouTube content creator. He went to the what Comic Con in Manchester, I think. Uh-huh. Got to play Borderlands Three there. Our buddy Mentalmar is going to be at Gamescom. This one thing's in Canada, which is a pretty small country, so I'm sure Hunter's going to be there. Oh, has our to buddy be. Generic Tag. Mm-hmm. He's going to be at this thing, tweeting out all kinds of pictures. Man, everybody that we know is going to be at all these places. Exactly. And then, going forward from there, <laughs> tying into this as well, is you got the Insomnia 65, August 23rd to the 25th. So in this same time frame, again, they're going to be at other places. you got the Dragon Con, mm-hmm. August 29th, September 2nd. And then PAX, of course, the big dog itself, PAX West. Oh, yeah. Freaking August 30th through September 2nd. Man. I am very excited for another PAX West main theater show with big, bombastic, ridiculous, over-the-top, showing off all the things. I'm looking forward to another big, epic show from Gearbox that everybody can get super hyped about. Indeed. You know, and, and what's funny is, if you remember years ago, we had a theory that they were going to use the, the Wrecking Ball to come on in and everything yep. to the PAX show. They didn't use it in the show, but they did use it with old Psycho in one of the trailers, they had him coming in a wrecking ball. So, yep. you know, maybe this is the show where they bring our idea to fruition, not only in the game, but in real life. And we actually get it. This could be it. Maybe. What were the other things we talked about? <laughs> oh, my God. That was too much. <laughs> and the years blend together, man. I don't <laughs> I, say, I remember riding in on Butt Stallion mm-hmm. and shooting, and you tried to say flamethrowers, but you said, like, foam. Foam everywhere. That was in one of the blooper reels up at patreon.com slash of me. Man, yeah, I can't even remember specific things, but maybe this is it. Maybe this is the coming out party for Third Shift and Gearbox. They'll be like, hey, you know where we got these crazy ideas? These cool dudes at Third Shift. Check them out. Best podcast in the universe. Man, that's a, that's a bold statement, and I endorse it. This is it. This is guaranteed. Stamp of approval. <laughs> Boom. Take this as a verbal contract. Oh, man. Those aren't worth anything anyway. It's fine. <laughs> oh, that's very true. So, <clears throat> but in the other assorted Gearbox news, hey, I want to do want to slip this one in real quick. Gearboxloot.com. They've got a special sale running on some of that Museum of Mayhem merchandise from San Diego Comic-Con. I know some like the glasses. I know there's some apparel that's on super sale for cheap on that. And then, boop, 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 rolling on into something completely different. We're talking about Borderlands 2, a Boundary Break episode. Really cool channel on YouTube called Boundary Break. They're all about flying the actual camera outside of the map and seeing what they can find. Or like behind this wall and seeing what's over here. Maybe there's a character model that's stored for later. Maybe there's, you know... Any kind of other weird thing. Maybe there's, I think there was one where there was like a weird ghost of the player character that like followed him around, but it was all hidden behind the scenery or whatever. This one, they went into Borderlands 2. They found like a T-Pose claptrap, like hidden underneath the world in that first stage. And this Kotaku article about this video interviewed, oh, I can't remember who it was now. Oh, man. See, see, my mind's going, Eric. <laughs> Good. Welcome to my club. Welcome to man. my club. But they were definitely talking to somebody from Gearbox about some of these things that they found in the Boundary Break video and saying, well, the the claptrap was there for scale. Obviously, you put the claptrap in the world, and then at some point in the development, they put a mountain on top of him, and then people forgot that he was under there. So that's why it's still there. There was another thing that was like a little... Like a little like blue cube or box. And he explained that, well, that's in there because... 
that you, we need to load the characters in first, but if they load in slightly faster than the level itself, apparently this happened in Borderlands 1, they would like fall through the world and die, like during fast travel. Mm-hmm. So during fast travel to this location, that's where the characters spawn in this little safe safe point before the world itself comes out, and then you get the transition effect to actually be where you're supposed to be. Apparently they found all kinds of other little rainbow boxes all over the place, stuff for deleted content, all kinds of other stuff, but definitely go check out that channel because they do an awesome job. I love watching their videos. They're like, you know, big like 20, 25 minute videos on some of this stuff. They do awesome work. Good to see him talking about Borderlands 2 and then Kotaku saying, hey Gearbox, what do you got to say about it? And they actually told him and that's cool. I like cool stuff. Well, I like any of that world-breaking stuff because I encounter a lot, obviously, playing video games myself, where you'll fall through little holes and patches, and so many times I've fallen into, like, sub-levels that are just, like, this weird black-bluish floors, and and you're looking up at just wall plates and weird crap going on, and also, it's just... It, it's weird. It's awesome at one end because it just you get to see like under these levels and just inside of this weird dimension almost mm. of just weirdness. It, but on the other end, it totally breaks immersion. And it, when it yeah. happens, you're just like, whoa, okay, yep. I'm just in a bunch of polygons and random information and put it together. This is crazy. But finding stuff inside of that is so cool. Like even if you're just falling through the world and you see like the level you're in, but then also... Off to the right, there's the level you were just in, or you know, and it's not physically connected in the game, or you see that piece of something way later. I remember playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and if you if you used a cheat to get yourself a jetpack inside a certain area, you could fly up out of the world, you know, out of the ceiling of that, and then like go all the way over to this like unused tattoo shop that they built in in the game but didn't put it anywhere, and you could get like exclusive tattoos or markings or whatever it was on your character from that room i mean you'd have to just go and die but when you respawned you're still tatted, you're tatted up. up yeah it was so cool yeah that stuff's neat if they actually i'm sure games probably have in in the past obviously like grand theft auto instance but if more games would do that that'd be pretty cool like if say if you went through a loop in a mountain somewhere and clipped into a rock just right and went into the underworld and then they had like in the in the in the baggage a secret little thing you could get like a coin that would allow you to get some kind of weird weird random thing that would be freaking cool. But then again, it would also promote people to just go break your game constantly, and that would have its own issues because then people would start to complain, going, "Oh, it's all these bugs and problems," and you were looking for all these bugs and problems. <laughs> And on PC, it'd be too easy. Yeah. I'll put in no clip and just fly and around. fly around. Oh, look, I, I found, found it inside it. of two yeah. seconds. Yeah. Well, that's anything anymore, really, to be honest. Yeah, uh, true. PC, because of PC, everything's ruined. I mean, because in PC, mm. you can crack anything, do whatever you want, so there's no secrets anymore. You can't... Everything's figured out within a day, so... Yeah. Oh, well, stupid PC, ruining all the fun. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> But then a couple more things that, you know, I'll bring the fun back. All right, bring it back. Come on. A couple more quick things. Uh, They have an IGN First series all about Borderlands 3. They're going to be dropping new IGN-exclusive videos as we're leading up to the release. First two that I've seen were the first 14 minutes of Borderlands 3 and the walkthrough of Sanctuary 3. Now, this is stuff we've seen in the gameplay reveal stream, but I got to say, this stuff looked a million times better than it did on that Twitch stream. Now, granted, I was watching it on Twitch. Some of it was on my phone, but I watched this on my phone too. 
and it looked like the the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. Like I was I was blown away even just by dirty Pandora and claptrap coming up. I went, "Holy Jesus, this is awesome." Yeah, the level of detail on these things is fantastic. The colors mm-hmm. are popping, the characters are popping, the environment, everything about these little trailers and then of course the gameplay. Not to mention they did the whole Eden 6. Well, check out Eden 6. Mm-hmm. I love these new environments. I love them. And then while we're on this topic and staying here, Mental Mars also threw up the uh, Athena shindig where they had the pictures posted and uh, mm-hmm. a little like night-day cycle there. So seeing yeah. that, the Eden 6 stuff, the gameplay, I'm just stoked. I'm so excited for the new areas and how gorgeous every little piece of it is and how much character and just personality is popping in every bit of this. Mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, and, and I got to give double props to our buddy Mental Mars because I was looking at, at his Athena's article up on his website, and it was like, oh yeah, this is also the place where Maya's from. Yeah, because that's where the Order raised her, which I had totally forgotten about because I played as her very, very little in Borderlands Two. But then it went, oh yeah, this is also where you know her new apprentice kid is. Click this link to know more, and I fell down this giant hole of Mental Mars lore about the kid and speculations and stuff. So. Props to him. He tied it in perfectly, and it got me even more hyped to find out who this kid is when otherwise I was like, ah, it's a kid hanging out with a siren. I don't like sirens anyway. Pshaw. Mm. But he, he he wrote it up. He had it all in there. He had quotes from everybody. He had teases. He had theories. My man is doing work. He's putting in overtime. Well, I'm going to have to go read the Ava part because I didn't get to that. I did, of course, read the original lore, which I already knew about. It was a great refresher on what had happened, yeah. how they were trying to manipulate her, et cetera, et cetera. But it also tied back into what I've been wondering and what we're hopefully going to find out was, you know, there can be only six sirens. That's what Handsome Jack says. And then are they born sirens or they become sirens? There's a lot of implications that they can become sirens, that it's not necessarily from birth. But, of course, then mm-hmm. if Maya finds Ava, Ava or whatever, and then, like, was she born one? Was she made one? How did they know what happened? How did that all come together? Like, a lot of this stuff, I'm like... Okay, I like how this is getting deep. You know, we're starting to kind of get in the nitty gritty here on what's all going on. And in that article about Ava, Mental Mars base, he did post some quotes from people responding to stuff from like either IGN or GameStop or whoever it was, asking them, "Hey, we're going to learn more about sirens. How do sirens work? What are sirens like?" And blah blah blah. And they said, "Oh, we can't get into spoilery territory because we're going to learn so much more about them in Borderlands 3." Now, my own personal theory, if there can only be six at any one time in the universe and one dies, you can't just like wait like a decade for another one to be born. It's got to like manifest the power up. There you go. It's got to happen. Right? It's got to be. It's probably got to be it. The sword of Grayskull comes down and you're like, I have the power. That's that's how it works. Well, and we know, of course, that the the baddies, you know, on this have been sucking powers. And, of course, we see that they at some point take away Lilith's. So... Mm -hmm. Is that like an automatic transference to a person? Is that a way to get it? Or how does that work out? You know? Or if they should. Where do the siren powers well, and go? The, yeah, when she like takes if she it takes away? them away, is another one automatically born then? Because its power is technically with her. So. Does it does go it, on to her? Does, does she, she become does it? Does she get does... double power, triple power? I mean, right. what happens? I don't is know. This, is this Highlander shit? Exactly. It's the only one Highlander. This, this, Highlander. this would be the best tie in the world. <laughs> Folks, this was Highlander <laughs> all along. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, what is his name? McCullin? McCullough? McCullin! <laughs> I was trying to think of the actor's name. Damn it. No. 
Uh, Raiden from Mortal Kombat will come down. And yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so sweet. Can't wait. Can't awesome. wait. God. So yeah, whether it's Highlander or not, cool articles from a buddy Mental Mars that send our heads into into a crazy tailspin. Another cool article that I did find was there was oh man, I can't remember where I found it at, but it was retweeted. It was an article about how. The, how, the, how the team at Gearbox transitioned from Unreal Engine 3 to Unreal Engine 4, and then as you went deeper into the article, it was a lot about... Oh, it was from the PlayStation blog, the official PlayStation blog. Mm, That's where yep, it was from. Yep. And it was an interview with Scott Velasquez talking about how they optimized stuff for PS4 and PS4 Pro, the different resolution options. I know there was... If you're playing on PS4, there was a like a, a choose performance or choose resolution option, so depending on if you wanted it to play buttery, buttery smooth or look the absolute best it could be on your HDR, HD 4K, 18K, whatever kind of display you got. I'll poor man, I don't have any of that stuff. So if you have that stuff, check this article out because cool stuff for you, but I'm poor. I got, I barely got 12 inches on this TV right here. I can't, I can't, you know. Don't remind me, Matt. We got on a conversation off air about this and that's, <laughs> For now, we're going to survive. We're going to make it with our janky screens and our, of course, old, you know, original, fresh out of the box, the day the PlayStation 4 launched PlayStations. Mm -hmm. But soon enough, it'll be PlayStation 5 time, and we're going to be forced to buy new screens, new monitors, all this crap, because all these games will be running at 1600p, Super 4K only, no exceptions, da-da-da-da-da-da. Yep. And as you said, I'm poor. How am I supposed to get this? Not one monitor, but two. I've got to get two monitors because I can't survive with just one monitor. It's literally impossible at this point in my life. How (laughs) am I going to do it? Because I remember when things went to HD, like if you played those first HD games on your regular CRT box TV, the text was like this small in the dead center Uh of your screen. Nobody could read anything in Dead Rising. That's going to happen to us, us old people. So please, please... Please buy us new TVs, everybody exactly. listeners out there. Just there you go. We we need to do a Kickstarter. Buy us good Kickstarter. TVs buy us so good good games. monitors. Monitors for me, TV for you. Yes. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> but also, you know, it's just amazing too. And we've talked about this before. Is this the transition to the new Unreal Engine? Hmm. How this game is built all in that, and you know, I haven't seen too many games using the new Unreal Engine. Yeah. So they're kind of like in there, you know, finding new things out. I'm sure some stuff translated over, but. Just them forging the way, making all new assets, creating all this new stuff while making this awesome game. That's amazing in and of itself. And he did touch on that just just a tick in the very beginning of the article, saying how you know everything was built on 3 and moving over to 4 and being so proud of the job that everybody did because he specifically said when you transition an engine like that, it usually adds two whole years to your development time. And he went, we kind of just pushed and rolled on through that. So that's that's probably why you don't see a lot of games because it came out. Well, you're going to need two years to even start building what you're building or getting all your assets, all your ducks in a row. So, yeah, like you said, it's it's impressive and and it looks the part. It looks freaking amazing. It does look a part. It looks freaking fantastic. And I can't wait for the Handsome Jack collection to come out on the PlayStation Five a year and a half from now. That's going to be insane. The level of extra detail. When they do that. Yeah. So, you know, maybe pinch your pennies and hold on until the PlayStation 5 and just buy the Handsome Jack collection. Or whatever, the, of course, that iteration is, you know? Might as well just get the best of the best. 
No point in playing games anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just if you sell all your games, maybe you can afford one nice monitor. And then That's just true. Scrimp and save, and, and scrimp and save for the next one. Sell your tears on eBay. Sell tears. Yeah, well, there's ladies who sell their bathwater, so maybe I can sell tears. You know, I'd buy a bottle of Eric tears. <laughs> you you, you got to post you know a video rare? of you, you know bottling them. I was going to say, you know how rare my tears are? That's what I'm saying, I man. haven't cried since I was probably 11. <laughs> oh, I want to see the whole wide shot of what's happening. How many nails you have to step on to get oh, even a tear. tear Four f- tears out of my eyes. <sighs> wait, wait, wait. I've seen tears of frustration. Oh, that's true. That's, <laughs> I would have bottled those, though. That was, that was a memory. <laughs> yeah, it's happened. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple tears of laughter too, so yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. So there's there's a couple there. All right, it can happen. We can do it. Oh man, oh that's good. Sweet memories. <laughs> now, a person who might be unfortunately sweet memories is our boy Sup Motto. All right, here's a little serious note, a little uh, Debbie Downer maybe, depending on how you want to see it or view it. But, uh, you know, as you guys know, we've watched a lot of submodel videos in the past. He's had all sorts of leaks from different areas, different people, different places in the Reddits, talking about possible characters throughout the days. And, you know, we've reported on them, and they've almost all come true. So his sources, wherever they were, were legit. And, uh, you know, it's pretty good news on our end. At least let us report things and get the heads up. Pretty cool. Unfortunately for Submodel, uh, 2K Take 2 recently went ahead and shut down well asked discord to shut his discord down which they they did shut his discord down then they sent uh, two private investigators over to his home to question him which they got they found him and they questioned him for you know he says roughly 30 minutes or so about like how he got these leaks da 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 so on and so mm-hmm. forth then they went ahead and striked some of his stuff then they un struck a couple of them but then this morning they sh- they put a strike on like over 61 videos after he posted yesterday he finally came out and was like hey here's what's happening and this is why i'm telling you right now all this information about how they've been under like a 10 month investigation of how these leaks came to be for borderlands 3 if you don't know what i'm talking about here and apparently you know he was trying to defend himself he didn't think he had anything to hide but they said, you know, take two, 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 2K, take two, whatever. They said they're not going to press charges, but they told him, you know, he's done. We don't want this anymore. And obviously they're not going to work with him at all, which, by the way, according to him and some other people, which take all this with a grain of salt because it's a he said, she said sort of deal here. You know, 2K, take two, saying one thing, sub motto, and individuals kind of close to him are saying a different thing. But... I'm just letting y'all know so you can go be aware of what's going on. Basically, they're shutting him down, getting his Discord down. He took his own Twitter down because he didn't want the speculation flying and all these questions and all sorts of havoc, so he took the Twitter down. Now, with these 61 strikes in seven days, his YouTube's going to shut down permanently. So the very thing he's been doing for the last six, seven years, covering Borderlands, that's going to be all over with. And then... Of course, 2K wants Submodel came out with this video saying, hey, these guys are really coming after me, you know, da 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 I didn't do anything wrong. I found this, uh, which the most recent thing was this whole, he got to see Twitch, Gearbox testing some uh, Borderlands 3 stuff on a, what, 2K claims it was a private Twitch mm-hmm. channel that uh, he, at first, 
and this is the weird part, IGN first covered it and said that he finagled his way into a private Twitch, basically breaking the law, but then updated it without updating it, but they've got different screenshots of this same article at different times with no updates, so it was some magic updating, hmm. saying that, no, it was through an error in Twitch's end that Submodel and others were able to find this stuff. Hmm. Now, here's the crazy part, too, is that Submodel didn't actually do it anyway. It was somebody else who did it who gave the coverage to Submodel, then Submodel made his videos. Hmm. So a lot of shenanigans going on. Whether or not Supmodel's guilty or not guilty, I don't know. I have no connection to Supmodel. All I know now for sure is he wasn't Randy Pitchford's freaking son. No, that didn't no, happen. No, see, no, I, I still maintain that this is Randy Pitchford Jr., but he, no, see, that's, here, here's, here's, oh, here we go. Oh, now, man, I'm right. not saying anything about Randy Pitchford, but you would totally do this to your, like, bastard child that, you know, oh, look, he popped up and was like, hey, I think you're my dad. And, he was, and Randy's like, no, Christy, I swear to God, he's not. Shut him down, shut him down super hard. She won't, she won't believe it if we just, ki- if we just kill his, his whole profit stream. Kill him. Shut him down. Get him out of here. Maybe that's not true either. Maybe none of it's true. Like Eric said, I don't have any affiliation to the guy. I don't know anything about what's going on left, right, or center. It's just some news we're reporting. This is happening. It's happening right now. It's a thing that's happening in the Borderlands community. That's it. Yeah, and exactly. I'm not taking sides on this one because I don't know enough. This is definitely a he said, she said scenario, and I'm in a dungeon in Michigan, so I can't be positive either way of what's going on here. But I would encourage you to go take a look. And honestly, honestly, Eric's the one who watched the video. So if you get anybody sending people in suits to somebody's house, I watched like one video of that man. Don't send them my way. But if you send them any of our ways, send them my way. But to stay serious real quick before we wrap it all up and and move on to the rest of the fun stuff here, Mm -hmm. I'd encourage you guys to check it out. There's a lot of uh, content creators out there supporting Submodel. There's a lot of the big sites supporting 2K. There's a lot of middle ground people who don't want nothing to do with it. They're just kind of, you know, watch and see what happens. But there's mm-hmm. all sorts of hashtag uh, boycott Borderlands 3, this kind of crap going around. And let me just say this, all right? Even if 2K and Take-Two are some evil, devious corporate bastards, which you all know they are. We, They're all evil, devious corporate bastards. That's yeah. that's why they're corporations. But even if we find out they are really doing Submodel dirty or something, you don't boycott Borderlands 3. Gearbox Mm -hmm. is not in this battle. And Gearbox are the ones who made Borderlands 3. Now, 2K funded a lot of Borderlands, but that's it. And if if, this won't happen, because as we talked about pre-show, all these things fade within a week anyway. But even if you screw over Borderlands 3, tens of thousands, a lot of millions of people say, no way, Jose, we're not standing for this. 2K don't care. 2K's just going to go, oh, Gearbox, you failed to perform. Oh, man. Well, guess what? You're going to start making assets for uh, NBA 2K. Hey, congratulations, high fives, Gearbox. You guys are going to make some cool basketballs for us. That's it. That's all you get. And then 2K goes, oh, we're out a little bit of revenue, but you know what? We push the microtransactions in this game a little bit harder. We push a little bit of this a little bit harder. Uh, we basically covered it. Don't worry, guys. We got a really cool Bioshock for you next year. It's going to be great. Profit's going to be fantastic. Ta-da! They don't care. All you did was destroy Gearbox. We had nothing to do with it. Fantastic. And, and honestly, nobody's going to follow up. Going to do it, it anyway. Like we said, everybody's going to forget about it within a week, just like the 
the Epic Store exclusive exclusivity window for Borderlands 3. Anybody remember that? No, of course you don't. Except for except for the one guy that tweeted oh, no, me pitch for no, there's there's some tr- there's some trolls still that are like until oh, Steam hashtag or whatever. Okay, okay. Or, so, the, yeah. so the four people who right. do it like every yeah, week to poor yeah. Randy Pitchford. Mm-hmm. But, but nobody else in the entire universe, when it was the biggest thing ever, oh, everyone just accepts it now because that's just the way it is. Yeah. I just, you know, I can go on and put a digital signature on something. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Hey, dude, Borderlands Street's out. You go buy that? Uh, Let's play it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Nobody follows up with anything they say they're going to do. Screw you guys. You're not going to cancel Borderlands 3. You're not going to cancel your pre-orders. Or if you do, please cancel an order for the Ultimate Deluxe Super Chest Edition so I can get one of those. But I did want to bring light to it. That way people are aware. And even though nothing's going to change, nothing will happen, if it does turn out that 2K was in the wrong, now you'll see it. Now you'll know it. You can be aware that corporations do really weird shit. If Submodel ends up being in the wrong, well, he's already done. So it really doesn't matter. His stuff's all shut down. He's probably a goner for sure at this point. So it doesn't matter. He's gone regardless. And the best case scenario is you can go, yep, 2K's bad. Worst case scenario, we just play Borderlands and carry on with our lives. Mm -hmm. And that's a good scenario because we got more info on the Borderlands 3. We got the new character trailers. We missed one last week because we recorded early. We got Moe's. We got Amara. We got Flack. We got details on all of them. And then we got my favorite thing, which we can't get into yet because I haven't had time to poke around on it. We got the interactive skill trees, the full-ass skill trees. They're there on the websites. I can click on them. I can build my character all by myself. It's so good. I... I want to do this so bad, and I was at work today, and I was like, mm. "Let me just start playing with it on my phone." And you can't, nope. you can't nope. play with it on your phone. I mean, and you I went, sort of can. You but sort you of can, but work. not really. You got to put in work. Yeah, you got to really try. And I don't even know how to get to Facebook, so it's not going to happen. <laughs> so I, I was like, "Well, that means I have to do this at home." But at home, I got to cook dinner, clean up, paint, mm. paint the paint the decks, this and that. Oh my gosh, now I have to forge over actual video game playing time to go into these things and start building my character, which, mind you, I'm going to do. Duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, dang it, improve the phone app so I can get on my phone and do it while I'm at work and waste company time building awesome things. <laughs> That's right. I remember downloading one for Borderlands 2 that was pretty good because it was it was like a, you would tap on the skill. If you held it, it would pop up the window to tell you what it was uh-huh. before you put your points in. So if they took something like that and did a mobile version, that'd be perfect. Find whatever that was that I downloaded seven years ago. Find that and do that because okay, that was good. perfect. That's good advice. I like that. That's solid. <laughs> Follow up with that, Gearbox. You guys... <laughs> You guys are doing great. <laughs> hey, they do some magical stuff. I bet they could do it. They do. They do and they can, by gods. But I'm excited that they're out. This is what you've been yammering about forever. Oh, we yeah. can finally go in and start getting the builds. And I want to make sure that the crew we're playing with does that. Mm-hmm. As I said before, I don't want to be standing around waiting for 10 minutes while you're like, oh, let me read these real quick. Oh, hang on a second. No, you got plenty of time. We got weeks and weeks before this game launches. I want everybody's build to be played out, printed out, and in front of you. So when we're playing and it's time to level, you go across the board, no issues. I don't know about that. I'm not going that far. But I'm going to know which side I'm going down. As long as you know what you're doing, I don't want to stand around watching hey, Matt. On. I always know what I'm doing. What are you <laughs> yeah. talking about? 
Oh, goodness. Yeah, the only person I remember reading out his skills over his headset is you. I remember that in Borderlands 2. <laughs> uh, active Pentagon damage, 15%. Well, this one's uh, uh, shield rate. I don't like shields. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. I remember that. Don't don't you try and throw that on me. Hey, I did that so we'd all be entertained while we were going through and doing stuff. Okay? Because I wasn't just standing around for no reason. I was standing around because we were potty break or whatever the hell's going on. And then I'd be like, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we, we never did assign skills at, no. at any correct uh-huh. point. Uh-uh. It was just keep rolling, rolling. <laughs> I got two skill points, dude. Hang on. Yeah, exactly. I remember at one point, I think I had seven. <laughs> that sounds like, about right. We should probably stop and put some points on, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Goodness. So, yes, I, I hope we're prepared. I hope you're all out there prepared. And I know for sure you're going to get all the content creators, everybody in their business is going to be out there making crazy exotic builds, awesome high power, high damage builds, survivability stuff, da 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 da. Oh, yeah. It's going to be crazy. I can't wait to see what people come up with that are smarter than myself. And maybe I can take a little bit of what I love and put that little bit of their little genius in there and, and, and turn mine into like a hybrid of Eric. And genius. It'll be fantastic. I can't wait to pay attention to what nobody does. And when I'm like, dude, I went down the center skill tree. And you go, oh, man, everybody says you just got to go. You got to go left or right. You can't go center. And I'm like, check this out. Look at this synergy. And you're like, yeah, I guess it seems okay. But everyone everyone agrees that it's the other stuff. I'm like, no. No, dude. No. I don't care. I don't care. This is all Matt. This is all Matt. (laughs) Check this this out. Yeah. Hey, you do you, honey boo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't forget to save it. Way to just way to just punch that in the cockles. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I hated that so much, but I hated that. That was awful. Oh, there! I ruined everything. Look at this. I want everyone to just pay attention to this moment in the podcast. Matt's ruined. He fell apart. He just fell down. <laughs> he he's barely getting back up. This is great. this is revenge for the pre-show of ruination that I feasted <laughs> upon you. I see, I see what's happening. You're I'm not going to stand for it though. I'm going to say, hey, we. I mentioned the three trailers. We haven't gotten to the trailers. Anything super cool in the trailers themselves before we go into that little skill overview that they drop for each character. Oh man, this is crazy because we got, of course, if you don't know, the Amara, the Moes. And the flack since last time we talked to all of you. And obviously, Moses is my favorite. Obviously, mm-hmm. that trailer was also my favorite. Yeah. I think, hands down, that one and Zane are a tie for the two, the two best out of the four. And if I had to really come to punches and kicks, I'd say Moses wins out. I think Moses was probably the funnest trailer of all of them and just mm. the most colorful and i don't know it just it it was put together well and told a really nice little story yeah and gave you like an overview of what she is who she is what her iron bear is all about whereas i feel like some of the others didn't quite cover a lot of ground with who that character was and what they were about i think the weakest was probably amara's uh for myself i don't feel like a lot got said or done in that one yeah, I mean, I'm glad you said it first, so I didn't seem like the negative guy. But I agree that I agree Moses was the best because it told a story. You got to see where she came from, 
how she got to where she is and what she's doing now and her relationship with Iron Bear the whole way through. So it, it told a great story. Everything else was kind of like, hey, look, here's the character kind of in action doing a thing, which is great. It's fine. I love seeing yeah, the they're, abilities they're and stuff. I love seeing Flax actual pets running around doing stuff, but it didn't answer a lot of questions. It was just like, hey, look, these are the characters. So, yeah, I definitely agree. Moses was the best. Plus, I liked that. I don't know why, but from the minute I saw her, I was like, oh, look, it's a kid soldier. Maybe it's just because her helmet makes her head look big, and I associate that with kid. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh, look, she has a mature voice and sounds like a, you know, like a soldier person. A grown woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, very pleasant surprise here. So, yeah, I I agree with pretty much everything you said on the trailers. I guess I I would say almost, Flack would almost be the weakest one for me, just because you don't see a lot of stuff. You don't learn about it. It's just, hey, I'm a robot, and I'm hunting these guys. There's a little, I mean, there's character with his abilities and the the pets, but you don't learn a lot. You learn it in the skill overview, but you know, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I liked them all. It was cool to watch them. I was psyched and I was like, I had my, my pen out and I was like, I'm going to write notes. And what I mostly wrote was cool. Yeah. Or cool voice. Looked great. Voice is good. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was it, too. Is, is these trailers were fantastic. A lot of fun. But I will say that, um, like for the Flack one, for instance, it, it kind of threw me out of touch because Flack as a character was kind of like just moseying about, mm-hmm. you know, just letting his pets run amok. And he was just using his sniper like as a no, you know, hit fire. And I was just chuckling in my brain because I'm like, yeah, right. When you're playing Borderlands, it's just non-stop running like a moron, shooting every which direction, enemies mm-hmm. everywhere, bullets constantly hitting you, just, it's madness. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, of course, in this little scene, it's all controlled, and the enemies are running away, and he's just pot-shotting things, and he's mm-hmm. not, the screen's not flickering, and his controller's not rumbling every five seconds, and, and you can't see where half the people are that are shooting at you, and I'm like, nah, this ain't Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that too because he was going through with a sniper rifle, and I went, "Oh man, don't be a sniper character." And then even when I got into his skill tree overview, I was like, "Man, look at these like critical hit abilities." I don't want to be a sniper. I don't like doing that. But then I went, "Wait, this is Borderlands. I'm gonna run up with an SMG and get critical hits just by being an idiot and just running in right in the face, right in your face, mm-hmm. just like I did with every other critical hit character skill that I got in every other game." So yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. It was kind of, it put me off until I remembered what Borderlands is. And I went, oh, uh, yeah, that that won't be my flack. That yeah. won't be me. Exactly. So it, they were all cool. I enjoyed them. Everybody who worked hard on those things, great job. Absolutely. Kind of, if they did anything for me, it was definitely give a, a character, a personality to each character. Yes. And maybe yeah. that's what they were really going for in it all. And if that's what it was, they did it. They nailed that mm, part. Yeah. It's just I was hoping I was hoping to get some I don't know I'm just eat want to eat it up I want more I want more gameplay I want more focus on all the skill sets and what they do and how they synergize you know and I wanted a lot of that and of course these weren't weren't that part I wanted that and I wanted more lore like I wanted to know what Flack was mm-hmm. like I wanted to see how, how Amara how Amara got to where she is like we saw with Mo yeah, how'd she get her siren abilities Yeah like here's what I'm doing here's how I got here boom this is my life now well. 
Zane is Zane. You got a little bit of yeah. just the idea with him. He talking came up as an assassin, and he's done mm-hmm. a million jobs in his lifetime, and he's just a you know that kind of guy. But yeah, for Amara, it was just kind of like she's a pop star, basically. A, well, like a, a hero star, whatever so, you want sort of call like it. a hero. Yeah, yeah. That's how I thought. Like, like, uh, oh, what's the guy's name? The guy in Octopath Traveler, the sword, swordsman guy, mm, the protector yeah, 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 of this yeah. village. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's she's uh, you know I guess just a superstar basically of some kind, and everybody's running from her. That's all you know. How she got her siren abilities, where she's from, why, da da da. None of that's revealed. And the same for Flack. It was just, hey, I'm this cool hunter robot. The hunt is everything. I hunt. Well, why do you hunt? What what are you doing? How did you become this? And how did you get these pets? Why did you decide that's what you're gonna do? I, well, I want to know. What, what I don't even know who you are. So I, I think overall, it's not a negative, because no. if it's just to show them off and show off the style, that's perfect, and that's what it is. It just makes me want so much more that I go, oh, come on. Ugh. So really, it's good, because yeah, now yeah. I want to know more. So you got me. Yeah. You already had me, obviously, duh, but you know, yeah. But now I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah all right, well, I want to get in. I'm going to read some lore. I'm going to try to figure out. Somebody's probably got some theories of what's happening here all right oh yeah so let's get into some of the skill tree overviews i don't know if we want to go through it all like we did with zane oh, probably and get not. super in depth it's no. getting late it's getting late but, but anything stand out specifically in some of these for you uh maybe, well maybe just for maybe just for mo's for you i was gonna, gonna say i'll just main. do some mo's you know because yeah. that's gonna be my main and i was going through and immediately grenade launchers mm-hmm. grenade that's it that's all i gotta say i want that tree. I'm going with it. I'm going to be freaking rocking out the demolition woman hand over fist because I love AOE damage. Mm-hmm. Like for whatever reason, that just just really tickles my willies, you know what I mean? Just really gets me going is mm-hmm. when I'm AOE and just standing in the background just popping them up. Pop 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 pop. Splash damage everywhere. I don't care if I kill anything. As long as I just see numbers flying and damage going, I'm doing my job. That's kind of my MO. That's what I always say. I'm doing my job. Mm-hmm. See all that damage? It's happening. If it ain't none of, nobody's getting finished off, that's not my problem. I'm just here to freaking, I'm just here to hurt things, and that's what I do. It's like so, you with the conference call. It's yeah. Bullets you everywhere. See, do you see I'm doing damage? Something. There's right. damage being done. If you guys aren't <laughs> finishing it, that's not my problem. Mm-hmm. So basically, yes, the demolition woman's all about the splash damage, you know, big time damage over areas, getting all the uh, the elements in there. Which a lot of her stuff in- included elemental damage in, di- in different various reasons and places, and I'm all about that too. So if I can get some cryo damage in there or some of the, oh, this is what I want to mention. I'm gonna forget this, and I want to mention this radiation. Yeah. All right. Anybody who can do radiation damage as a passive ability is going to mm-hmm. be god tier, because they say they're not going to make it like it was with the iridium stuff or whatever. But uh, slag damage, not iridium, not yeah, with yeah. the slag damage. But they made radiation, which does increase damage to baddies. All right. And this time though, it actually does real damage instead of just increased damage and basically no extra damage. But I'm telling you now, you're going to want to find somebody who can do the radiation damage as a passive. Mm-hmm. Because regardless, it's still going to become meta, I suspect. So just, I just want to throw that out there right now because I saw that on several different characters as a passive that they get where they start doing radiation damage. So mm-hmm. just wanted to say that before I forgot because I'm going to forget that. And I want to make sure that's a point because it's kind of frustrating 
when you look at some of these builds and they don't have a passive that's going to, you know, give you the radiation and others do because I'm like, well, to me, that's kind of a, a disadvantage. That's a, that's a must have. Yeah, that's, it's, it's going to be a must have. And, and some of these, you know, they like they do the cryo and stuff, but. And cryo is amazing. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel yeah. like, as always, in the in the ultimate Volt Hunter or whatever, it's going to be radiation. It's going to be needed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so there you go. I don't know. I am a little sad about that because from what I read, I don't think I saw her with any of the radiation damage. At least where I'm going, anyway. I got to go into her deeper skills and find out. But I think I'm screwed in that sense. So I'm going to have to rely on like you or uh, Danny to. Throw out the radiation for myself. But yes, demolition's where I'm going. The grenade launchers, if I have to pick a secondary, which you can with Maws, in case you don't know, you got the two, two arms, two action skills. You can double it up, but I probably won't. I'll probably go railgun. I'm thinking railgun right now, uh, you know, but we'll see. I'm not 100% on that one because, of course, the standard minigun looks pretty good too. So I think that's going to kind of be one of those. And as I said, you want to synergize with not just yourself, but you want to synergize with your partners. So I kind of want to break open your heads a little bit and see what you guys are looking at so I know yeah. what my secondary will be. But my primary is definitely going to be demolition, and that's where most of my points are going to be for the first, you know, round, round and a half or whatever till I get to the bottom and then start moving over except for a couple tertiary skills to get, you know, some health bonuses, armor bonuses, things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned radiation and leaning on me or Danny to help you out with that. That's exactly what one of the things in Flax Master Skill Tree is all about. Because you get that gamma burst action skill to teleport your pet to a target location and boom, a burst of radiation damage. And then you can upgrade it later on down the line underneath the specific ones. It says, oh, your pet gets a radiation aura on activation. Boom, radiate that whole wad of people with my little skag in there running around being wild and then, you know, giving me increased gun damage, fire rate, new new stuff the, the skag can do, all that. But what really, what really flipped my switch on that skill tree specifically, it's the third skill they list, dominance. You run up, you hit somebody, I'm assuming with a melee attack. I'm, I'm guessing he puts on one of those little headsets on the on the enemy. And then you convert them to my side for a while. That's perfect. If I can run up and make an enemy my friend for a little bit to have two enemies beating each other up, I'm going to do that all the time, every single time. It doesn't even matter. So that's it. And then you get double duration and, what does it say, other, other sort of buffs if it's an animal. So anytime we got any kind, of, any kind of animal ads, any kind of animal boss, I'm running up, I'm dominating that fool every single time. And then, if it's humans, boop, skag in the middle, radiation everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, but by saying if it's beast, you get double duration, meaning to me that if it's a human, you can still go ahead and make them fight for you for a little bit. It's just not going to be as powerful as if there's some kind of animal or beast there. Mm-hmm. So that's just awesome. Basically, mind controlling, getting an extra player the whole time. Gosh, mm-hmm. bless. Oh, it's going to be powerful. And you get your radiation, which is freaking cool. I'm very jealous. I'm very jealous. You know, with Maws, I also was thinking about getting uh, the one where she jumps out of the uh, the mech, and of course becomes a standard just turret for you and helps out. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't. I couldn't pass up the uh, the grenade launchers, so it's just yeah. not going to happen. I, I, was, I, will, 
I will say the one thing that I might switch into a little bit is that stalker tree because the very first skill right there, I, you know, this jabber, he's shooting stuff. That's pretty cool, like a, a pet that has a gun for a good ranged attack. But that first skill they show, lick the wounds. Your pet can attempt to revive you and fight for your life. So when Eric's going, hey, on, dude, i got to reload my rocket launcher before I can revive you, my little jabber will come up and go, hey, 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 and I'll be back on my feet. I won't have to worry about nobody, no nothing. That's great. Ah, that's awesome. Well, and obviously it's freaking phenomenal for solo. So, I mean, you're in yeah. a win-win scenario. You're by yourself mm. playing. He's going to save your life all the time. If you're with me, he's going to save your life all the time. Now, <laughs> it's no fault of my own. But maybe also, here's a question we could have asked Mental Mars, by gosh, was did mm. they fix that where when I hover over the player, instead of reloading, it'll revive the player first and then reload? That's a good question. That's a good question. That's a solid question, and mm. it needs an answer. So if you're listening, anybody out there, hey, if you know, let us know because that's actually something really big on my mind because it drives me freaking ape crap in the middle of a boss fight where I have rockets plowing on my face. And I'm like, I'm trying to get you, Matt. It drives me ape crap because I'm the one dying. Oh, man, come on. Come on. Get me. Get me. Oh, I'm trying. I'm just reloading first. <laughs> but, but then it makes it more fun when we play games like Division. It's like, oh, hang on. I actually hit the reload button. I'm sorry. Yeah. My apologies. We'll get there. This isn't even the system in the game, but oh well. Mm-hmm. Oh, it just wonderful. carries over into everything. Uh, I know I said we were going to cover our favorites, but I do want to make one mention of Amara's, and that's the brawl. All right, yeah. I, I I wasn't seeing too much in Amara's that was really like, oh right, I can't wait. You know, I, I typically play Sirens as my my second class, the one mm-hmm. I do secondary, and and I think I was going to do it this time. But man, Zane's looking real good. Everyone's looking real solid. And I was yeah. kind of making it so Amara was going to end up being my last. But I saw the brawl tree and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. gosh, okay, this is bringing it back a little bit. This is bringing it back because if you know me, I love shotguns. Yeah. And, and the brawl system. Are, I am the shotgun, shotgun. I'm the human shotgun. That is what I do. That's all I do. I love it. And with the brawl system, that it's all your whole life becomes shotgun and fists. You mm-hmm. run in, you freaking blast people in the face with your fists, and if you run out of the melee abilities, you just start shooting shotguns right in their faces, and hell, your abilities are back up, and then you're punching and going again. And I'm like, yes, that sounds fun. It sounds a little difficult, though, because that's one of those classes where you really got to start getting your uh, uh, armor, health regen up real quick, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff built up a little bit before you really can go to town and make this class your own. But that's how I like to play. I love getting in faces like that and just stomping fools. So this one's, you know, got me maybe thinking about doing my typical uh, main character, then Siren second. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I definitely agree with that one, too, because that, I mean, A, you get the Guardian Angel for an instant second wind as soon as you go down. And that secondary ability gets you a big big cast time. But, uh, yeah, I want to live forever. Anytime I go down, I want to come up. And then, like you said, it seemed like that one synergized with your melees and your action skill a lot better. Like melees right after an action skill or right beforehand, you get buffs going to each one of those uh-huh. to just incentivize you to play the way they want you to play in this action skill in, down this Which skill is tree aggressively and in your yeah. faces. That's what which they is want. awesome. Mm-hmm. 
So it looked cool. It sounds cool. The synergy going with it so far looks great. I This mm. is one I definitely want to go in, like I said, and get those skill trees and start poking at all the different skills and ways uh-huh. I can make sure that my health and armor regen and whatnot is just crazy through the roof. So that way I can take those hits and then my uh, resistances are up, All you know, all the basic crap. And then yeah, just yeah. take it with that and just really go to town. So I'm excited to check it out. Yeah, I, I really can't wait to dive into that flax skill tree and see how it works to cross trees as well. Because there's a lot of stuff he's got with sniper abilities. Like one thing where you come out of your cloak, it's like three guaranteed crits, but then other trees have more crit bonuses that affect your action skill, and your action skill affects your crits. And this, it, I, I want to, I want to sit down and play with it and see how easy it is to go all the way across. Because from the gameplay reveal stuff, it looks super easy. So if it's that easy, I'm going to be, it's, oh, it's going to be so, it's going to be nuts. I'm it's going to be cool. And of course, you guys all know that in the future episodes, we'll probably sit down one at a time and really kind of go over each character's skills and what we think is going to be a really cool build, an optimal and build. Then you, and I'm and not going to look. And generic yeah, can say we're fools. Can say we're stupid but, and it'll be great. But we got to do it. It harkens back to the original OG <laughs> times of in uh, third right. shift when we were doing this with Battleborn. And, you know, I think it's fun. I love it when people go, that's dumb, and you're dumb for having that thought of thinking that's a good ability. And I go, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> I, I love that myself, so that'll be a lot of fun. And another thing you can look forward to is the end of the show, because that's right now. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are super hyped about Borderlands, if you've got any questions for us, any comments, any concerns, any feedback, any mailbag questions, good God, I haven't had a mailbag question in forever. That's a lie. We had one from Howard a little while ago. But I haven't had a Talented Tuesday request in forever. But send all that stuff to us via email at info at thirdshift.me. Tweet it at us at thirdshiftme. And find us on Facebook under Third Shift. You can indeed find us over there. You can also find us over on that wonderful Patreon. We treat it just like a tip jar if you like what you hear, like what we're doing, like what we might be doing in the future because you're part of that minority report. Hey, consider giving us a buck, two bucks, five bucks because you can probably see if you give us all that money what we're going to do with it, like that coveted $1 million, which will get us to open up a food line and have an aisle dedicated to babies in jars and a mascot who runs around as a big giant lion and doing crazy cat things. Man, Mm -hmm. what a world that could be. All the while watching us do that and then watching us streaming on the old Twitchers playing Borderlands 3 and other such titles. Gosh, man. And if you can't do any of that by giving us the monies, the fundings, you can support us emotionally by going over and giving us five-star ratings, (laughs) mailbag questions, thumbs up, all the likes and the subscriptions and and the follows on the Twitches and all the other things. All that makes us feel good. And know that we have people who love us and adore us and maybe hate us and love hate us. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Anything you guys all like to do, we'll take it. We appreciate it very much. (laughs) And, of course, this podcast drops every Friday. So we'll be back in your rear holes on the 16th of August for our very next episode. And you can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do. We do appreciate those five-star reviews. As I said last week, we had a couple people go in there and hook us up with a five-star and a four-star. It broke Matt's heart, though, because the five-star record was broken. But 
Yeah, I know. But hey, four stars is cool and that's real. And we appreciate all of you who go over there and take the time to push those little buttons, to tick those little stars off. Because as I always say, it gets us up in the metrics, blah, 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 blah. You know the rigmarole. Help me help you. Okay? Help me help you. But mostly help us. Yeah, that's mostly it, yes. That, man. And- and other than that, there's nothing else to say but. Da, don't don't, da, 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 forget, da, da, to don't save. forget to save. Shut up and sit down.